Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Live from New York, join us as we celebrate three extraordinary hours of exciting family entertainment. Filled with spectacular floats, giant balloons, performances from Broadway's top musicals, and the world's most popular recording artists. Welcome to the nation's great fall classic, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And welcome to Everything Old is New Again. Happy Thanksgiving from the gang at Everything Old is New Again. And, of course, I'm here with the ever-grateful David Cohen. Grateful and thankful. Thankful for the fact that you don't have to sit through three hours in, uh, of the Thanksgiving Day Parade like I have to do with my three- and six-year-old, or I attempt to do every year. I, I don't know. To me, that is one of the most disappointing things. I sit down, and I want to have a great time. I want to watch the floats. I want to see the, these performers and all this. And I hear that promo, and I'm all hopped up, and I'm ready to go and then all the kids want to do is where's where's the where's the peanuts balloon where's where's the balloon with the you know with spider-man what's going on and then we've got that that i hate to say it i don't want to be cruel but the malarkey of the i love broadway but holy smokes those broadway performances are horrible oh i know i know <laughs> they seem to pick the wrong song man right right and they, you know we could do better is all i'm trying to say yeah. with, with the presentation and the disappointment in my world of the thanksgiving right but today we're going to be talking about the good things about Thanksgiving and actually promoting Thanksgiving because, and we'll get into it a little bit later, we both think that there is a, currently a war on Thanksgiving. Exactly. And we don't know why. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, Thanksgiving really should be more of a celebration of back to what it was originally. Right. And we'll talk about that too. But, you know, today's pr- presentation, it's what? Football and let's go shopping. Come on. There's more to Thanksgiving than that, obviously. And we have a, um, well, let's put it this way we've drafted a real historian to record for us what really is and should be presented as the first thanksgiving from 1621 In the year 1621 the pilgrims held their first thanksgiving feast they invited the great indian chief massasoit who brought 90 of his brave indians and a great abundance of food Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Very good. There he is. He was worth every cent, don't you think? Linus, our spokesperson. (laughs) A historian. <laughs> historian. But he wasn't so far off. And that was, wow. uh, you know, that was from 73, the, the Peanuts Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. I, I think that it's important to acknowledge that uh, uh, that we've gone astray a little bit from that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you have uh, experienced the, the history of uh, of Thanksgiving. Well, I need, just want everyone to acknowledge that it wasn't what we think. When they were sitting around in 1621, they weren't sitting around. They were standing. They were squatting. They sat on the ground. They were clustered around outdoor fires where they cooked deer or birds over wooden uh, spits. They had, they had uh, you know, some stews there. Yeah, there was Miles Standish and John Alden and Priscilla Mullins. And, doing uh, puppet shows, <laughs> things like that. But it was miserable, exactly. right? Exactly. But right. here's the thing. They arrived. And they were laissez-faire, although they did have the, the Mayflower, Mayflower Compact, which kind of established, uh, you know, the rules of law that just began in the country. But they uh, kind of were laissez-faire, and everybody wants to plant, you plant. You don't want to plant, you don't plant for food and hunt and so forth. So kind of like a socialist environment, and it didn't work. 
and that's why we needed this Thanksgiving. And thereafter, people were they, starving. They, they were starving. Rent capitalism, and it works because you're going to plant something, you're going to get a reward for that. If, listen, if I was planting or hunting, and the guy next to me was doing nothing, and I got to share with him, I'm not going to hunt anymore. Kind of, you know, like right. I'm going to hide what I hunt, found, whatever, uh, um, or you know, it's going to affect me. So. It's important to know that the, the Native Americans, as, he's, as Linus just said, the Massasault uh, was the, the chief, and they came over and saw these people dying and dying of hunger. And they came over and are the heroes of this story, came over and shared their bounty with the, for the first Thanksgiving. Right, right. And, and, and even though I think a lot of Native Americans today don't really, they're not into Thanksgiving, and a lot of times they protest it, but... You know, that's the stuff that happened after that. But I think that from what we can glean, that was really the intention of the first Thanksgiving. And again, today we're going to talk about most of the positives of... Oh, just to say that they're the heroes of this story. They are the heroes. should be acknowledged. Yes, absolutely. Uh, But I'm also going to mention another hero because you call it Thanksgiving. I actually call it Sarah Josepha Hale Day. (laughs) Nathan Hale's great-great-grandmother, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if there's a relationship (laughs) there. But but, but Sarah Josepha Hale was one of the most important women in in U.S. history. Uh, She was a really uh, famous editor at the time. This was around the time of the Civil War and, and years before that. She spent about 17 years of her life petitioning five different U.S. presidents to try to get Thanksgiving as a national holiday, right? And it wasn't until that fifth president listened to her after the Civil War ended, Abraham Lincoln, who basically said, you know what, that is a great idea, especially at this time in the country's history, Uh, let's do it. And because of Lincoln, we have the national holiday, uh, but... Uh, but Sarah was responsible not only for getting it as a national holiday, but but for other things related to it. She's the one that came up with the concept of having it the third Thursday in November because uh, it was a good harvest time and, and, and other you know social things that were happening at the time uh, made that an important time to, to hold it. Um, and, and she's also responsible for the – you were talking about the, the pigeons and the, and the deer that mm-hmm. they ate at the first one. We eat turkey. We eat – Mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, cranberries, mostly because of her. She came up with the whole concept of today's Thanksgiving menu, which is amazing. And, and lastly, she wrote, uh, Mary had a little lamb. Go figure. Wow. So- <laughs> You're surprised that we don't have a lamb uh, leg on a the, lamb, uh, right. <laughs> the yeah, table. That's true. That's Actually, true. she was a friend of a lamb. So, Well, let's go back. I, I, you were saying that Lincoln, in 1863, which actually before the Civil War ended, uh, thought it was time to do a, have this as a national holiday. doesn't mean we didn't exist as a holiday. Correct. Certainly, it was up to the you know, states. It was suggested by the government uh, to take the day off, but day, whatever day you want. But I want to sort of read, I know, you know, I'll try to make this come alive a little bit, but I, it, it's important, I think, to go back to George Washington, October 3rd, 1789, and his proclamation that he suggested uh, this as a holiday. I recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity to peacefully establish a form of government for their safety and happiness, for the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have since enjoyed, and for the civil and religious liberty, which we are blessed, and in general for all the great and various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. Now, I, I, those are his words. I've cut out a lot. There's a lot more to it. But bottom line is, can we take a break? This is what George Washington said. Of course, Lincoln affirmed it. Of course, this is what the holiday is. Stop with the nonsense. Let's get together with family. Let's have a nice meal, and let's relax and thank 
each other. Thank our countrymen. Thank the Almighty. If you, you know, wherever you are on this, thank each other. You know, thank anything that exactly for, for what you have in Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Right? You know, I thank God. It's, it's certainly up to you and everybody else to choose who you want to thank. But the idea is, listen, it's time for you know a national kind of uh, breath. If you want to take take a exactly. breath, it's just one day, yeah. right? Just one day because we're we're, we're kind of. Re- re- rebelling against this business now, the, which we believe there's a war on Thanksgiving. In that, holy smokes, we gotta get, run out. I gotta go, you know, shopping. And by the way, that's after I watched three football games and said nothing to anybody, but yelled at about a, a, a touchdown. You know, I mean, come on, is it? It's, it's true. It's, it's, you can have it's that true. stuff. But it, it, I think it's seen as it's it, it's like a hurdle. It's something that's got to be that's in the way as we head towards Christmas. That's, and by the way, God forbid anybody learn how to t- cook a turkey. We're going to learn how to cook a turkey with oh, the barbecue guy right. coming up in our third section. We'll be right back. Little, Little birdie. birdie. Is that the turkey? Or is that what's that? Everything old is new again. All right, we are back, and I just want to, you know, we have a few minutes here for our uh, LI News radio crowd in the podcast. Let's talk about um, wh- why are we doing this show, really? What, 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 why do you, you know, why are we taking this tact instead of just, like, you know, celebrating? Well, I think it's just because it's getting worse and worse every day, that, every Thanksgiving that goes by, where, uh, you, it, to me, it's just being overlooked, and, it, and it's such an important time. And, and a given time, right? I mean, most people most people have the day off, and most people get together with family. So you're already there together. Why not make the best of it? There's no presents to exchange, like around holiday time. There's no, there shouldn't be any distractions, although, of course, there are. I think that's the point of what we're trying to get at here. Whereas just, just like you said before, just relax, hang out, just take a minute and be thankful for and, what you have. And another thing that I love for me, I used to run the turkey trot. I haven't done this in a long time. If you've seen me now, you can realize that I haven't done it in a long time. But I used to run a turkey trot in Huntington every Thanksgiving at 8 in the morning. It was just a 5K, but okay, you trained for it and all sure. that. And I ran the 5K. I did it for up to like 10 years ago. And so there was no diet on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I ran in the morning. It's a done. great idea. And so what the heck? So now, you know, let's dig in. And, you know, because whoever's cooking this meal, they put a lot of time and effort into right. this meal. Right. Let's not just blow it by and get to the football game. I, don't, I mean, I'm, right. I, I like football like the next guy, but I don't mean to pick on it. But the point is, you know, there's more to Thanksgiving than watching the Detroit Lions. Exactly. Am I wrong? Exactly. Uh, so, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll investigate that. I hope so. There's more to a lot than just watching the Detroit Lions. Sorry, all right. The Dallas sorry, Cowboys. But, yeah. They're the second most uh, run uh, team. And, you know, we've sure. seen enough of them, too. Can you survive without them for a day? Come on. Little birdie, why do you fly upside down? I just want to be eaten for Thanksgiving. That's why. It's amazing. Everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Well, Denim, the airplane's got it. Oh, no. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again, the Thanksgiving edition. Douglas Viviani here with the ever-grateful David Cohen. Yes. So what did that have to do with Thanksgiving? That's a clip from King Kong. And before we get to the war on Thanksgiving, we're going to talk about a little bit more of that. Before we get to the barbecue guy who's knocking on the door to get in, he doesn't realize he's going to wait. We're doing some you know, some, some radio before he gets on the radio. So he's, he's going to be in a good mood. Yeah, I he's, can tell. He's, <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of angry out there. But what I want to say is that 
Uh, I want to go through a little of our history or personally, you know, Thanksgiving traditions that we may have, good, bad, or indifferent. And, of course, since I'm a pop culture guy, we take a look back as to where this all came from. I used to go to my grandparents for Thanksgiving. Uh, I was a little kid. And, you know, the family's there already. They're doing this stuff. I'm like eight, whatever. I'm kind of the family, but I'm not really understanding all the grandparents and uncles and everything. They had conversation. Right. So you throw on the TV, and every year, inevitably, up to like 1995, King Kong was on. The original. Bizarre. That became a tradition for me. And uh, so did the son of Kong right after that. Believe it or not, there's a little Kong. What? A little Kong. How little? I mean, this a brings back. Co- a little Kong. Co- <laughs> he was speechless. You can't believe it. Uh, this, <laughs> did this, you say a little Kong? <laughs> now, we've done a show on King Kong. We've done it on dinosaurs or Godzilla, all that. It seems to have been this is the seed that was planted why back Why on Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Why? Do you, any reason it why they were It was played over and over. It, this was played. It was either that or watch March of the Wood Soldiers with Laurel Hardy. And quite frankly, if you watch that once, it's all you can watch that. But, I mean, what was in their minds? Like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Let's play right. King Kong. And then uh, Son of Khan. Uh, son and of then Khan. followed by... Mighty Joe Young. See Mighty Joe Young as he savagely resists capture in his native Africa. See the most fantastic relationship between beast and beauty. See Mighty Joe Young, enraged by Hollywood pranksters, destroy Filmland's swankiest nightclub on a fabulous Sunset Strip. Mighty Joe Young, mightier than King Kong. So that was my football of the day, those three games. The three, yeah. You know, but I think back in 1621, I read something about they might have had a gorilla sighting at the uh, first Thanksgiving. Probably. Maybe that's why. I tried to get clips. I couldn't get clips of Abe Lincoln. I couldn't get clips of George Washington with the proclamation. I don't know why. They're not on YouTube. Can't figure it out. The furthest back I can go is 1933, King Kong. So I, I went right. far back as I could go. There you go. <laughs> Good enough. What about your experiences personally, you know, just to give a little idea of uh, Thanksgiving? Well, my, let, let me just say one thing yeah, before yeah. I go there. I didn't sit and watch it. It was background. It was kind right. of fun to see sure. that. But we talked with family. We visited. We right. sat at the, you know, the table for a long time. We had, you know, I'm not trying to say that I sat and watched it and drooled watching these silly movies. But it was just, it was like the background. I don't know why. But right. I, it, my Thanksgivings would have been a lot better if we weren't all huddled, about 20 of us. In, in a one-bedroom apartment in Manhattan. It was my grandparents, and, and the heat was, you know, New York City, just so you know, New York City apartments are incredibly hot. You can't control the steam that comes through. You have to literally open the windows when it's, you know, two degrees outside just to get some, to cool off a little bit. So, but they kept the windows closed. So it was a hot box, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, you know, like you said, you're six years old. You don't know what yeah. the adults are talking about, right. and, you know, they give you the, hey, hey, you have school, you know, that sort of stuff. Right. But otherwise, you were on your own. Right. So, and then somebody would complain the turkey was too dry. And I saw these people once a year. It was just on that day right. in this hot box. So it wasn't very enjoyable for me. But I can say that, you know, as I got older and I started hosting Thanksgiving myself, it took on a whole completely different meaning. Hopefully for my son, he's not having the same experience <laughs> exactly. I'm having, but, or I used to have. But, so. <laughs> Do you have the, uh, the little table for the kids, uh, you know, for oh, your we Thanksgiving? We used to, yeah. Yeah, we had a little table. Right? Um, I, I Believe it or not, I have two little kids, and they love the little table to get away from oh, the yeah, adults, you sure. know. And I actually put in, I'm a bizarre individual, I put in. King Kong. I want that tradition to continue. I don't have any idea why. Masochist, really? Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. (laughs) But 
Uh, be that as it may, there are traditions. But the reason why I also think about it with regards to pop culture, I tried to look. You know, we give clips to kind of, you know, the reason why I do the King Kong really is just for me it brings, and I think for some listeners it will, just bring back some memories from the 70s, sure. 80s, 60s. Because uh, it's a soundtrack of your life sometimes, right. these things. I can't find much in wow. the way of pop culture at all. Um, Related to Thanksgiving. <laughs> it, yeah, that's another. That's another good point, Mike. Our engineer made a note here because he still he's twenty five. He still sits at the children's table because he hasn't earned <laughs> because he got to wait for someone to pass away to get into the big table, right? It's like, it's like giant tickets. <laughs> it's, it's you right. got to wait till somebody passes away it's to get a, New York Giant football. That's tickets. a great point. Otherwise, you have to have your own. Like you got twenty five. It'll be just you and maybe your girlfriend and start your own thing. You know, yeah. or your wife. I don't want to. But the point is, that's you know, funny. it's. A, at some point, that's that's what it is. Uh, but the kids enjoyed that. Um, but there's not much. There's this little clip from WKRP in Cincinnati. If anybody remembers this show, it was kind of a funny clip. Gentlemen, what a sight! The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object, uh, perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only two thousand feet in the air. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. There you go. There's the punchline. It's funny. Um, I bet that. 99% of the people, unfortunately, have not seen that episode. I'm, I'm one of them. Or even heard I'm of WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm just trying to show the obscurity of it. There's not a lot out there. No, there's the obligatory you know, Thanksgiving episode on sitcoms, which is usually pretty lame. But yeah, other than that, not much. Not much. I wonder what uh, they show. You know, Maybe they might show still. So King Kong in Rapid City, South Dakota. Ah, and why do you say that? I say that because W. I'm sorry, K O T A, which is 1380 AM, have joined the Everything Old Is New Again affiliate network, uh, the Black Hills News Talk Station, 5,000 watts strong. This is a tremendous station. We're extraordinarily happy to be on this station, which began on the airwaves around Thanksgiving in 1936 on November 26th. Wow, which I that's think cool. May have been Thanksgiving, and actually was a Thanksgiving present to Western South Dakota by the owners, uh, Black Hills Broadcasting. How about that? That's really cool, actually. Very coincidental. Yeah, we're happy to have them. Um, every, every time I hear Black Hills, I think of, you know, Rocky Raccoon, the Beatles song, the Black Mountain Hills of South Dakota. So, yeah, definitely. Welcome, Rapid City. Absolutely. Every Saturday night, at, um, no, it's in the morning, sorry. Every Saturday morning at 11 a.m., so right before... You know, you get ready to cook your your turkey and so forth. You listen to us. Uh, Barbecue Guy will be here soon to give you a little hint as to how he thinks you should cook a turkey. Before we get to that, let's listen to a little something, uh, one movie that is in our pop culture that is accepted as a Thanksgiving-themed movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Didn't you notice on the plane when you started talking, eventually I started reading the vomit bag? Didn't that give you some sort of clue? Like, hey, maybe this guy's not enjoying it? You know, everything is not an anecdote. You have to discriminate. You choose things that are that are funny or, or mildly amusing or interesting. You're a miracle. Your stories have none of that. They're not even amusing accidentally. 
I have that voice in the back of my head every time we get on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that Steve Martin is not yelling at me that way. But I think it's brilliant the way John Candy, and I, I think he's so underrated as an actor. I was, was of course, he's passed away. But, uh, I mean, what a tremendous comeback uh, acting-wise. Of course, it was written for him. But the facial expression and what he did with the response was beautiful. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like, I like me. My wife likes me, because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. Now, if you haven't seen that movie, that is a fellow, uh, two people really, Steve Martin and John Candy, cross paths on their travel on the way from wherever they are to get home for Thanksgiving. And I remember being in college, um, and that time of year was always, you know, to travel back from college. You're traveling back usually the day before, which is the most traveled day, isn't it, in the country, I think, uh, the day the, before Thanksgiving? Believe it or not, it's the day of. But Okay, yeah. but, you know, right, the second most traveled second day. Second most I'm traveled I'm saying about, day. you know, the traveling to get home oh, and sure. airplanes and all that, uh, even, you know, driving in the car. And it was... Um, it was uh, special. We'll we'll be back. Flames now, and the flame is rising to the ground, not quite to the morning mass. Referencing the all turkeys. All the humanity and all the fans are just feeding around it. I told you, it's it's it's, it's a, oh, I I can't talk, ladies and gentlemen. Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by the Law Office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal service for over 26 years. We're a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter you may have for a reasonable fee. If you're involved in a car accident, starting a business, planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at vivianilaw at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the Law Office of Douglas Viviani at vivianilaw at aol.com. When you're seeking to change your career, apply for a promotion, or are trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that's seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to Resume Doctor Inc. at AOL.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. Let them make sure you have a resume that will get you noticed. Send your resume or questions to Resume Doctor Inc. at AOL.com. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. <laughs> no, Mom's going to do the turkey. Yeah, Dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we got to get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls and you do the cranberries. You know I can't cook. <laughs> Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. That was another clip from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We're talking about Thanksgiving. And uh, I personally struggle with the turkey every year, so uh, I, it was this is my idea, not Doug's idea, to bring back one of our favorite guests, Barbecue Guy. I'm back. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I don't know why you made me wait so freaking, so, I mean, I'm banging on this door. You guys are talking and talking and talking. Guys, why can't sorry. I get on this show? Well, I hosted no. the show a couple of weeks back. All of a sudden, I can't, you get the doors locked. <laughs> now you know how I feel. But listen, <laughs> we're really happy to have you back. It's really timely. So I, I, I'm trying to do a turkey every year. I'm doing it the same way. I'm, I, I'm getting bored. I need some new ideas, and I thought of bringing you out here so that you can help enlighten me on how to get the, the turkey done on Thanksgiving in an efficient 
and delicious way. I have the ideas. I All know right. what I'm talking about. Trust me on this. My point is this, though. I'm not using the barbecue. I don't know why you call me barbecue guy. I got a name, whatever. <laughs> you want to say uh, you got to promote it. I know it's a big favorite of everybody. Fine. The point is, barbecue guy's not doing a barbecue. Right. Well, Thanksgiving, it makes sense. All okay. Right. Let's All start right. with that, please. Now, put the tongs away. What you need to do first, you're going to get yourself a turkey. Everybody gets a turkey. They don't get all oh, this nonsense. Everybody, you yeah. got to get a fresh turkey. Get a fresh turkey. Who's buying a fresh turkey? No fresh turkey? They're all frozen. You're telling me you're buying a fresh turkey. Every turkey you buy is frozen. Right. Okay. It's right. frozen okay. fresh, but right. they're, they're frozen. <laughs> frozen fresh. Yeah, they're frozen fresh. So <laughs> what you need to do it's, is you need to thaw. It's an actual thing. You're right. It is. You're right. Okay. You need to, it's nonsense. You need to thaw the turkey. Thaw. Think about this two days ahead of time, please. Think about it two days two ahead days. of time. You got to put it in your mind two days ahead of time. I got to thaw this turkey. You wake up Thanksgiving morning, the turkey's not thawed. You got to wait about six, eight hours to thaw that turkey. You got some serious problems. <laughs> You're not thawing your turkey. <laughs> all right. So, so like two my days daughter, I don't know why you're making fun of me. I don't know. You invite me over here to make fun of you. Don't let me in. All of a sudden, I got, a, I got problems here. Apologies. Listen, Apologies. What you're going to do, keep it in the original wrapping. Don't take it out. There's going to be a lot of bacteria if you frost it, defrost it, and you take the, it out of the wrapping. Okay. Put it either in, uh, I guess what you could do is put it in, like you got like one of these You coolers. guess? I, well, you, come on. I know what you do. What I do, I have a big refrigerator. I'm thinking about you. You probably don't have a refrigerator. In New York City, you get a little, little icebox, all right? <laughs> Whatever. All right, so put it in the icebox. Okay. You don't want to keep it out. Put it in the night before. Put it in to the icebox. Okay. So relate to you that way. You probably picture you're living in a place like the honeymooners. So, okay. <laughs> Put it into the icebox. Now. <laughs> Once it's defrosted, if, if you got a problem, what you can do is six, eight hours, you put in a cooler with water. No ice. You're defrosting it. Stop already. A cooler with water. All put right. the cooler in uh, you know, a place where if it leaks or whatever, you're okay. So I suggest you put it into a bathtub. Sounds bizarre. You put your turkey in a bathtub. No, I put the turkey in the cooler with the water, and the cooler goes into the bathtub. Got it. All right? Okay. Bathe the kids before you do that, please. You can't <laughs> bathe around. The... Now. Can't, can't till. Kill two, <laughs> two birds with one stone. You like that pun? All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, everybody's making fun. All right. Fine. Listen. Next. The turkey's defrosted. You can go to Bed Bath & Beyond. You get this huge Ziploc. You can put your turkey in. Trust me. You want to buy that beforehand, go. though. A huge Ziploc. Okay. If you forget to do it, use that same cooler. You're going to brine this turkey. Brine it. You've got to brine the turkey. Otherwise, it's going to be... Dry. So what's brine? Nobody what likes dry meat. I don't no. care what anybody says. My wife, everybody, with the, I got to have the breast. I got to have the breast. <laughs> the turkey, it gives you the breast, which is the white meat, of course, and it gives you the thigh and the leg, which is the dark meat. The dark meat's better. I got news for you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You so, don't want so, the breast meat to be too dry. That's, that's why the, kids get, the little kids get turned off by it. They got to make chicken He's salad not even with the listening mayo. To me anymore. Yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, you got to brine it. So now <laughs> you got to brine it because what happens is with the brine, you're adding flavor and juice mm. to your turkey. So what's in the brine? Okay, I'll tell you. Write this down, everybody. Get a pen and piece of paper, please. Get your iPad out. It. Start writing. Right. Do whatever you got to do. That's that Samsung's got a new phone with a, with a pen on it. Whatever. Pull it out. I'll give you a couple seconds. That's all you got. Okay, you can play this back on the right. podcast. Everything old is new again. Not biz. Everything old is new again. Thanks Not for the biz. plug. Thank you. I was you. told to do it twice all the time. One gallon of vegetable broth. Come on. Wow, it's easy. Gallon. One gallon. One cup of kosher salt. Don't use the regular table salt, please. The kosher salt absorbs the, 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 the liquid better. 
I don't know what that means. You want to put kosher salt in the broth. I don't know what I'm absorbing. What am I absorbing? It'll dissolve. Is that what you're saying? It'll dissolve better? Yes, correct. Now, a quarter cup brown sugar. Very mm, important. That's good. Quarter, a half a teaspoon of crystal ginger. Don't tell me you can't find it. Go to crystal. any place. Go to your spices. You'll look. You overlook it all the time. What's crystal it ginger. Crystal ginger. Terrific. Quarter, half a pound, I should say, a half a tablespoon, you got me all screwed up, of all-spice berries. Okay, now if you don't all know those spi- last two elements, you don't have to have them. That's fine. If you can <laughs> find crystal ginger and all-spice berries, it's going to add a beautiful flavor because what's going to happen is this turkey is going to sit, and it's going to sit there for a long time, and the water is going to go in and out of that turkey with these spices. And trust mm. me, you want to add spices, not just water, to your turkey. Right. The night Makes before sense. you cook, you put it into a Ziploc I talked about, or you put it into a, you know, you could just put it into a, a cooler in your bathtub, and you let it go the night before. But what you want to do is you want to add to the brine one gallon of iced water as well. So you got uh, the one gallon of vegetable broth, all right. those ingredients, right. and one gallon of iced Ice water. water. Keeps the bacteria away. Ah. Okay. Take the turkey out of the packaging. By the way, you know the giblets. You feel you have an idea what a how long is? do you? Yeah, you know I know what a giblet. giblet is. You do, what's a giblet? It's the stuff inside the turkey you don't want to eat. Take it out, please. <laughs> now, well, how long were you supposed to leave it overnight? In the, in the, overnight. Overnight. Okay. Now, so you wake up the next morning, take it out, take the take the giblets out, right? Are correct. We correct. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna do a little better than this guy here. I got news for you. That's for sure. Is your frozen turkey? Yeah, but, but believe me, the frozen is just as good as the real. Absolutely not. You're not eating that frozen turkey, Broadway Danny Jones, whatever the guy's name is. You came with your own clips today. I came with my own clips. Wow. Cut it off, too. I don't have the time for this. <laughs> Nonsense. Listen, Broadway Danny uh, Rose here, right? What you want to do, stop with the turkey in the, st- the stuffing in the turkey. Really? You're going to cause a lot of problems. Someone's going to get sick. There's a bacteria festival in there. You want to do nothing with the turkey inside except rosemary, sage, water. I should say this. Rosemary and sage and in water, in the microwave, half an onion with red apple. Cut it up. Put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes. Make it nice and soft. You pour that ingredient into your turkey, and you got your rosemary and sage in the cavity. That's it. Stop with the stuffing. You're going to cause problems. Wow. Use some stovetop stuffing, please. Enough already. Just Everybody with separate. their stuffing. Get some pignoli beans and put it into the stovetop. It's enough with the stuffing. The stovetop <laughs> stuffing is tremendous. Please. Come on. So, now, what you're going to do is you're going to start the oven at 500 degrees. 500. Throw it in there for a half an hour. Put the legs in gotta first. Cook longer than half Trust an hour. Trust me on this, because what you're going to do with the five hundred degrees? Wait, hold on, hold on. Put the legs in first. Legs in first. We're running out of time. I'll put the legs in first. You know what? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. Want to carry me over to the next part? I'll come over to the. I'll stay out here. Hey, uh, you're more than welcome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I just don't see how you're going to wrap this up, right? <laughs> but try. Go, go, go. You're putting it in first. Legs first because in the deeper part of the of the oven is hotter and the dark meat can accept the hotter meat because the, the hotter heat because the dark meat has to cook longer. Oh. So what you're doing is you put it in for 500 degrees. You know why? You just want to brown that skin. Hmm. After a half hour, you turn that down to 350. Okay? Right. And what you're going to do is you're going to take tinfoil, make a triangle on the tinfoil. Right. Put the tinfoil over the breast. Wow. Okay? That's going to make the breast cook slower. 
at the same temperature. You put it back in at 350. The breast is cooking slower, so and the, the legs because the legs need more uh, cooking time. Right. Now you're green light. You put a thermometer in there, a real thermometer, please. Mean- Not the one that's popping up from the turkey. A real <laughs> thermometer. You put it in to, to, by the breast when it reaches. Stop all this nonsense. Uh, nine minutes a pound, three minutes a pound. You put it in there till it's 161 degrees, and you're done. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't think I could get it done? I got it done. <laughs> That's you going to be okay? I, yeah, I think so. It sounds really good. All right. Well, I didn't get it done, actually, but we'll... Is there we'll more? Back. That's it. You just take it out of the oven. And... Maybe not. We'll be back. We'll be over it's taking over the show. Yeah, but I messed up there because uh, we should have gone out of two minutes. We went out at 155. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so why? Well, it's a big deal. Sound like that guy with that commercial, the DivianiLaw.com uh, <laughs> commercial there. All right, so did you understand what I said to you? Uh, perfectly. You got it all? Yes, I wrote it all down. Are you going to do it? I'm going to do it. All right. Well, thank you for having me back. It was wonderful to be here. I would like to hear what you got to say about the war on Thanksgiving. Is that next? That is next. I hope you stick around and listen to it. I'll, uh, well, I'm li- if I'm not on the air, I'm getting out. That other guy <laughs> needs to come in here and uh, control things a little bit better than I did. We got to um, get you. But we, you know what? We have to get your recipes up on the website. So, so talk to Doug on your way out. Tell him about that. Thanks again, Barbecue Guy. It's been a pleasure having you. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. You know, you're a good kid. You're a good sport. Uh, you do the best you can. I understand. <laughs> what am I going to tell you? We'll see. Pop Culture Talk Show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hey everybody, Billy Gardell here from CBS's Mike and Molly. Hope you're getting ready for a big holiday feast. This is the most important home game we eat at my house all year long. I love this day. All right, now we want to give you a couple tips to get through the day today. Number one, make sure you don't wear pants with a button. You want to wear drawstrings, especially if you're at home. You can be comfortable. You're going to go in and out. You don't want to gas out too soon. Number two, I prefer wearing a hoodie. Why? You can keep track at a remote. Last thing you want is to sit down for kickoff and somebody's turned on some design show, ruin your entire holiday. And number three, and most important, when you're at that dinner table, get your business done, get back up, get ready for the game. You don't want to get sucked into that cleanup. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. I had to wrestle the microphone from that barbecue guy. P.S. That clip sounds like my guy. It sounds. does, actually. I thought he was still here. <laughs> uh, I, you know, he's a, he's a mess, that guy. But his recipes are right on. I'm telling you. Yeah. And did I told him to talk to you about getting the recipes up on the, yeah, on the website. Really? <laughs> I don't have the time to do that nonsense. Listen to the show and uh, you get the recipe, please. <laughs> no, I will. I'll try. I'll get, get a little influence from this guy. He's, he's bothering me a little bit. Um, that's funny clip, okay? That was in 2011. That was this guy from Mike and Molly, and, and it was funny. And it goes on. It's even more than that. And they, you know, kind of show, like, you know, how Thanksgiving can be a football game kind of a thing, and he's the coach and whatever. Um, that's fun. It's funny. I'm not trying to be a ogre here but thanksgiving is not just about football and it seems to have become about shopping and about football so i want to explore that a little bit we're not anti-football i'm anti coming to someone's house and it's five to one and i've got to get my you know my eggnog or whatever my drink and sit down or my beer probably sit down and watch a football game from one o'clock to four and then by the way when the football game's over four o'clock i'm putting on the other one from four to eight and by the way when that one's over i get another one from eight to twelve Come on, right? right? 
As background, totally okay. Understand it. The way it's presented now and with that, and of course they're trying to sell the game, but with that presentation, let's skip through the meal. You hear him at the end? Let's skip right. through the meal to get to this game. Right. What do you think? I don't or know. skip through the meal to go shopping so you can, you can get something for Christmas, right? Why, right. why sit through this, this family meal of, of, <clears throat> of food prepared by someone who took hours to prepare it for you when you could just run out and, and you know, like you were saying before, get, get some big screen TV for 20% off. Right. Uh, like, you don't think that whatever it is is going to exist, you know, Black Friday or cer- 13 Fridays from now, right. whenever. It doesn't matter. You know, like, this stuff is going to be there. These right. real t- retailers want to sell you stuff. All of a sudden, there's the only day on the planet there's a sale. I, I don't get it. I mean, is the barbecue guy it back? It sounded like it's it a little bit. I, I just <laughs> I had that flash. I thought he came back in for a minute. <laughs> He's no, look, very influential, my, that guy. Look, my take on it, on, on this whole thing is, look, you know, the, the, the best buys of the world you know, the, the Walmarts, they're going to do what they need to do. If they see people showing up at the store Thanksgiving Day morning, they're going to open up and they're going to sell you stuff. I think it's incumbent on people to just, you know, take the day and just be thankful for what you have in life. If, it, if that's the only day of the year that you do it, that's better than nothing. Right, and it should be more, absolutely. You right. should even do it every Sunday, every whatever. You know, you really should be thankful all the time. I, I, whatever. I mean, the idea, I have children, I say should and all that. I can't get out of that mode, but to try to teach them. But, but the here's idea a is, day that, that, yeah. that, that for most people, not, not a lot of people do have to work on Thanksgiving. I understand that. But, but for most people, it is a day that's set aside just to do that. And it's enough already with the commercialism. Uh, but I should say this, that's coming from the need. It's rather clear that if no one went on Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving night, no place would be open. Exactly. Come on exactly. with the nonsense. PC Richard, a local place here in New York. I'm not sure if they're anywhere else. Um, I think it's the idea a little bit here. I'll take a look. At PC Richard and Son, we believe Thanksgiving should be spent at home, so you won't have to wait in line and fight over limited quantity items. If we advertise it, it's available all day Friday, guaranteed. PC Richard and Son. Your home for the holidays, not your holiday meal. Oh, sorry, not not your holiday meal. You get it. In other words, uh, you know, you're not running here and having your meal here. You're not, you know, running through your meal so you can get here. Of course, there are people have to work the next day, but a lot of people have to work the next day. You know, but they're at least trying to present to themselves what is is a reflection of what we're saying. Yeah. So let's get Definitely. back to the fun. What? What? Yeah, I know you have a quiz. You've been trying to quiz me on. Uh, yeah, I, have, uh, uh, I think it's a good idea. Fun let's... facts about Thanksgiving. Okay, fun facts. So uh, I came up with a few multiple choice questions. I, I there's the real answer, and there's some I made up. So okay, let me just throw it at you. All right. Okay, the first balloon ever in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was which of the following? Mickey Mouse, Felix the Cat, Snoopy, or Winnie the Pooh? Felix the Cat. You're right. Of course I am. Next. Wow. <laughs> Sound like barbecue right. guy. <laughs> Thanksgiving inspired which food-related tradition that, that still continues today, okay? The turkey burger, sweet potato fries, frozen dinners, or airline airsick bags? Oh, man. That's impossible. That, I'm going to say airline airsick bags. No, <laughs> wasn't that cool? I made that up. No, what actually, is that one? It's, it, it's frozen dinners. So Swanson, it's a cool story. Swanson Interesting, like used to make rose. Yeah, so so Swanson made all these frozen di- uh, turkeys one year. They made too many. They had a lot left over in inventory. So some marketing genius said, "Let's cut it up. We'll put it into a little serving. Make some sides with it and sell it frozen like that to people." That's that great. That's tremendous. Dinner. All right, that's right? a good one. You got one more. All right, one more. The first 
football game ever played on Thanksgiving was which of the following? 1870, Detroit Maroons versus the Baltimore Orioles. 1876, Yale versus Princeton. Uh, 1934, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. 1966, Detroit Lions, Chicago Jeez, Bears. Jeez, I don't know. I'm going to say 66. You are wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. The first game was actually 1876, Yale versus Princeton. Interesting. Uh, why, we, why did they start that up? Was that a, a thought? Uh, they thought it was a good idea, and it became a tradition, a football tradition, and they were the first ones just to, you know, Come up with that, and the NFL followed much later. All right, right. I, I I like it. That's a great quiz. Right. Uh, glad to see you get involved with the history. That's what everything old is new again about. Yeah, I'm coming over to your side. There I you guess. go. We're going to start those arguments you love to have, looking at uh, uh, the history of Thanksgiving. Now, let's take a look at Jimmy Fallon. Uh, has some you know, he does these like tweets. Yeah, uh, or looks at yeah. tweets. Um, he has like three quick tweets here that are kind of funny going back to the idea of family if you rush to the store if you just watch football you'd have you'd have no interest in listening to this uh, and you wouldn't have the experience of, of of these people which is so funny now i thought i'd share some of my favorite thanksgiving fail tweets one year my mom dropped the turkey on the floor while taking it out of the oven looked up at me and said tell no one <laughs> one year my grandma showed up to thanksgiving with everyone's christmas presents and we all just went with it when I was six, I sat on the pumpkin pie on the way to Grandma's. My mom covered it in Cool Whip and served it anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's still warm. Oh, oh. the best pie I ever ate. <laughs> My girlfriend told me to dress up for her family's Thanksgiving dinner, so I showed up dressed as a pilgrim. She meant wear something nice. <laughs> That's great stuff. Let's listen to a little bit about planes, trains, and automobiles ending. That gives us a little flavor for the holiday. Griffith, I want you to meet my father-in-law, Walt, my mother-in-law, Peg, Hi. my mother, Joy, well, my dad, Mark. I had uh, like to meet a friend of mine. Oh, Mr. Griffith. Well, Mrs. Page. There we go. And that's If you've seen that movie, you know, a gentleman, uh, John Candy, has no family anymore. Uh, has all these trials and tribulations with his travel buddy inadvertently uh, and and is invited over for the Thanksgiving meal. And you could just see the way John Candy acted that, his smile, his presentation of, of this character. It could be every man. It could be anyone that's had loss. And you know what? Now we've got a day that he's going to, you know, kind of enjoy new family, new friends. And he's, uh, it's, it's uh, heartwarming. And, and let's face it, again, family, friends, fun. Jimmy Fallon's presenting right. some fun uh, ideas of what Definitely. happened. Those are memories. Those are real memories that he presented, real tweets from people of what happened to them on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So, you know, to me, it's all about just, again, this whole war on Thanksgiving theme. You know, just be thankful for what you have. And, and don't be impatient to go out and get stuff that you don't have. That's really what it comes down to for one day. That's a great way to put it. Absolutely perfect. You know, Am I a, sounding like the barbecue guy there? Stay <laughs> home. You gotta enjoy the day. <laughs> no. That sounds like the barbecue guy in about like 30 years, <laughs> I would think. No, when he's a little tired. 75-year-old <laughs> barbecue guy? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, thanks uh, for listening to Everything Old is New Again. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Put a smile on someone's face. Uh, tell them the Thanksgiving dinner was terrific, even if it wasn't. If they listen to Bobby Good Guy, it will be. Everything old is new again.
All right, we're we're back for a little mini recap here. Um, looking forward to hearing what you had to say about or have to say about uh, Thanksgiving and Barbecue's guy's participation in Thanksgiving. Do you think I it like was appropriate or no? I very appropriate. Are you kidding? I'm going to use that recipe seriously. It is a legit serious recipe. I will try to put it on the website for sure. Um, yeah. And if you want to find it, the website is everythingoldisnewagain.biz. That's Everything old is new again. Dot biz. I, I appreciate the barbecue guy's passion for food, and and the anger at the same time <laughs> that he has just general anger towards whoever he's talking to. He's obviously been through a lot in his life. People just don't do things the right way. I think that's yeah. What, what and that said. wife of his just does not get out of the kitchen. And when she's in the kitchen, he's done with a meal. She won't come to the table. I know it. I got personal experience. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving.